Straight Talk Uncut. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Tellus here, back with another edition of Straight Talk Uncut. And this episode is being recorded on May 18th, 2016. And the quote for this episode goes like this. Almost every wise saying has an opposite one, no less wise, to balance it. Again, almost every wise saying has an opposite one, no less wise, to balance it. And that's by George Santana. All right, so this this quote goes back to um, something I was talking about on my last episode. And it was about some information that I found on this camera that I've been looking at up on the auction, uh, the Yashica 35, the Yashica Elect- Electra 35G, which is a, a rangefinder camera. And I'm trying to pick it up along with another kit, uh, like a wide lens, a wide angle lens kit, and some other stuff for like I'm, I'm trying to pick it up for like 20 bucks. The whole the whole shebang, right? And so when I was looking up information about this kit, I came across this website, and I even think I remember when I was talking about it, I was like, why does that name sound familiar? It's familiar. Like, when I saw the name, it sounded familiar then, but I couldn't remember why. And this morning, I remember why. Actually, no, yesterday evening, when I got home and I was gonna post, um, upload the episode from my previous, uh, previous podcast, I was like, why is that name familiar? And I remember like a year ago or so, I came across that same name and it was on a uh, YouTube channel that I watch. And, uh, and it was it was a YouTube Frodo's photo. This guy, Jared Poland, has this, this, uh, this YouTube video. And I came across him when I was looking up, you know, when I was doing my band project, which you know, I, 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 I need to finish or continue I'm gonna continue this summer doing my uh, music musician project, but uh, he had done some. Uh, this Jared Poling guy had done some uh, some music photography in his career, right? But he had this rant, and I think this was from like 2014, if I either 2000, like two a year or two ago, right? And it was about this rant about this same guy. Um who I got this information from, I was like, okay, that's where I remember that name from, right? And it was, the, 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 the title was like, something like, Ken Rockwell is dangerous to photographers, or something like that. And I was like, what? Dangerous? What the fuck is he doing? Like, kidnapping photographers? Like, you know, is he dangerous to photographers? So, of course, I clicked on it. Uh, and matter, matter of fact, that goes to another podcast talking about this other YouTube video rent saying how this guy's title, this Jerry Poland title, you know, the way he titled his episodes are to like clickbait you in. And, and, and yeah, you know, it's true. So anyway, so they found, so so this Jerry Poland guy was ranting. I, I, I Evidently, he had some other rants about this same guy and the information that he's putting out about certain things, right? And specifically, it, it it has something to do like I can't remember exactly what it was, but what I what I did pick out from it, I was looking at it from an open mind because, like I said, the information I found on the on the website on this guy's website was very useful to me. But then again, I I, I have nothing to compare with because I was I was looking at something 
and getting information about something that I'm unfamiliar with. So my next course of action is to find another source and compare the information to see. Or when I get the camera, if I get if I get the camera, if I win the auction, to see if the information is correct. You know, but other other than that, I I have nothing to compare to because I don't know. Now, if he had been talking about something that I know about and I found the information misleading, then maybe I would understand this rent more. Um, well, actually, I, I understand the rent, but I think, and you you have to look 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 uh, for yourself, uh, but just look up Ken Rockwell on on YouTube. And I, I, you know, I hate to even mention names to to give to blow people up like this for for good or bad. You know what I mean? Because I'm I'm not. You know, I'm not trying to trying to put any sort of uh, like like indirectly put any sort of negative attention or positive attention on anybody. You know what I mean? Like, if if I wanted to do that, I would make a a point of do that to do that um, and give somebody the shout out. Or if there, if there was something that was just blatantly malicious, you know, yeah, of course I'm I'm gonna tell you guys about it. But anyway, so the the rant was pretty much about not shooting in raw mode I, I think that was the the over um the over the over what overlying underlying the the general problem that this guy had and it had got my got my microphone <laughs> one moment one second technical difficulties and again this this would not be cut out so bear with me all right so so what, what I gathered from the rant, the, the small rant was that the Ken Rockwell guy, and, and, and again, this is old, this is old, but evidently there's a pattern with this guy putting out misinformation. And I, I haven't experienced that, but just from the rant and other podcast, other YouTube channels, that's, that it seems like that's what they're saying. But my, my point is, Actually, well, let me finish what the what the rant was about. Okay, so the the guy was saying like there's there's not a lot of reason to shoot in raw. Um, and and but the 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 thing that I think got pissed that got people pissed off was his reasoning for not shooting raw. Uh, like you know you you won't have enough space on your car. It's going to fill up your hard drive and all this. And I think the the Jared Poland guys, what he was was he was complaining about was like. Yeah, that was the case 10, 15 years ago, but that's not the case now. Um, and, and again, this was two years ago, so, you know, wh whatever. It's, yeah, it's old, but I, I'm just trying to make a point because I don't want to be, like, shouting out people that's giving misinformation. I'm just trying to let you guys know the information that I found seemed to be on point. Um, so that's that's the one thing. But I think I think this Ken Rockwell guy was coming from, for, on that standpoint was coming from a point of I don't think he's talking about the hobbyist photographer. I think he's just talking about. I mean, I don't think he's talking about professional photographers. I think he's, he he his site is more to give advice to enthusiasts like hobbyists, and and for hobbyists and enthusiasts. There's, there's really not a lot of reason to shoot in raw. That's that's my standpoint. Like, if 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 I'm giving my my mother-in-law tips 
on photography, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell her to shoot in fucking raw. Because when you do that, that opens like in order to shoot in raw, you have to know how to edit raw images. You have to know how you you have to have the the post-processing set up to edit those images. It, it seemed like that point was missed on, on these people. Like no, nobody mentioned it. They they meant they they were talking about shooting in raw as if it's a given. Like you shoot in raw and you can just open up your pictures and everything is fine. No, that's not the case. When you shooting in raw, that opens up a whole nother process that you have to think about. And 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 I was listening to it. And I was like, well, yeah. If you're a professional, then yeah, you know, most most likely, if you if you're on a job. You know, you're doing a gig. Yeah, you're going to shoot in raw to give yourself the most flexibility possible. But if you're a professional, you're going to have the digital darkroom set up, the post-processing set up, the storage space, all of that in, in order to handle processing raw files. But if you're just talking about, uh, the, the uh, you know, just the layman who, who, who's, who's just interested really in, in capturing memories and stuff like that, then no, there's not a lot of reason to shoot in raw. You know what I mean? So I, I sort of get that. Maybe I missed some of it, but just from that rant, I was like, I don't see what the big deal is. is. I mean, it, no, first of all, if they preface that this was for professional photographers, I, then yeah, I totally understand the rant. That's, that's just misleading if you say, you know, shooting JPEG. But the other, th the other thing today is before raw became you know a, a lot easier now to process and you know even with native dng what what were you shooting in what what were people shooting in they were shooting in nobody was shooting in raw was shooting in jpeg so it's but my, my point with this with this quote was like for every wise saying for every almost like no good no good deed goes unpunished like this guy has a website with a vast amount of resources and information and it, you know it, it'd just be just stupid to say unless you looked at every inch of everything he's put out and, and say to say that is misleading I, I don't think so um, I mean if you go to his website it's obvious he's been doing this shit for years and in another complaint it seems like uh, they said his his website was highly SEO and, and stuff like that. Well, he, he, he never, and this is another thing I actually liked about when I was reading on this site, he never hides the fact of the, where he get his camera from, how he make his living, he never hides that fact. And, and, and to me, being transparent like that goes a long way. You know, when, and then, but on the other hand, you have people that have these websites in their they move from just being and, and this is this is you know yeah yeah to, to each his own but i'm saying it's almost like the pot called nikella black like this guy is from what he stated he's hustling on his own like the cameras he get to review it or even or either somebody gave to him is you know he's not sponsored i would believe a guy like that i would believe his opinion in reviews on cameras 10,000 times before I would believe somebody's fucking who's sponsored. 
that's that's just me. I mean, if I, if there was two people giving reviews on the same exact camera, one guy is sponsored, one guy is not. I'm going to lean to. Of course, I'm going to lean to the guy who's not sponsored. That's that's just, you know, that's that's just um, that's just 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 the, the the honest truth. I was listening to another podcast of this guy who has this uh this YouTube channel where he does unboxes and stuff, and he was you know he was talking about the difference between now and when he started like now he's huge i mean he got like millions and millions of subscribers and now there's like all these sponsors involved and he was telling how like it's not the same because now they try to you know now that he's getting sponsors and, and he's getting products sent by these companies and they like it's like they want you know it's like yeah they want him to say certain things and he has to battle to say no i'm not saying that because that's not true and his point, and, and, you know, he actually made the point, like, so if you think these people who get sponsored, you think there's no heat on them to to not be totally 100% honest, you're, you're fooling yourself. You, you're totally fooling yourself if you think Matthew McConaughey is driving a fucking whatever the car he commercially was in, Buick or whatever. You, you, you're, fooling, you're fooling yourself if you think <laughs> when you see these these high celebrities you know doing these fucking uh walmart uh hair product commercials you, you're fooling yourself if you think that's what they're using you, you you're just totally fooling yourself the same thing with these ambassadors and these sponsors um you're fooling yourself if you think they're not biased by the sponsor you're just totally fooling yourself so for these same people who are sponsored by these these camera companies um and and getting you know getting products sent to them from these large manufacturers with the underlying you know hidden agenda and then they start bashing this guy who's just like hustling on his own it's ludicrous it's ludicrous to believe one over the other but if you got to believe one who you gonna believe this, this, I mean, you know, it's like, I, I, I don't understand it. And, and it's like, it became like this thing. And I'm not defending this guy at all. I'm just, I'm just telling you from my experience, because I could give a shit about any of them. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just putting my opinion out there about, you know, about like, for every, every good thing somebody say, there's going to be somebody trying to, somebody that's doing the same thing, really, in the same thing that's trying to say, no, I'm more right than this guy. Like, no, you know, believe what I say. When in in all actuality, none of you fuckers are right. Everybody, it, it, the only thing that's right is what you do, what you do for your own reason. That's it. That's it. I mean, yeah, there are there are history is proven stuff. There there are proven processes and things like that. But so what? It's art. It's a it's a creative process. It's an artistic genre. So everything is left for interpretation. If somebody want to do a JPEG image and blow that shit up to 30 by 30 and it's all pixelated maybe that's that's their they you know maybe that's what they're going for who who's to say that's wrong you know what i mean now if if they do that for a company who specifically asked specifically asked for something else that's different but if they're doing it for their own thrills who who's to say they can't do that you can do whatever you want that, that, I guess that's my point. And then with that, there was this other, this couple who has a similar, you know, it, it's, there's all these fucking experts 
that has these YouTube videos that, and and I've learned some stuff to, from them too. But it, it seems like it's getting to the point now where they, you know, they start to get the big head <laughs> and think like they are the the only place. Matter of fact, one guy even said he's scared to mention other. He's scared to mention other pod, other YouTube or podcasts because he's afraid his viewers may leave him. And his wife, his wife actually like pat him on the head, like, "Oh, you're so fucking pathetic." She pat him on the head, and he was like, "I don't know what they're for, what they're for." And she was like, "I don't know either." I knew what it was for. She was like, you know, patting him on the head, like, "Oh, he's so pathetic." <laughs> but to even say that, like, you're afraid that viewers gonna leave you. Well, it, what if you're afraid of that? Then that means what you putting out is not good enough. That, that's all I can say. Like to to even say that. I mean, I guess he to. I mean, how humble it is to to say that shit. But anyway, I, I've all these people that I'm, I'm mentioning, <laughs> I've I've learned a lot from from all of them. Uh, from from Jared Poland, from the other. I can't remember their names. From that couple, I learned some things about uh, tripods and stuff. And like I said, from this Ken Rockwell, who everybody was bashing. Um. You know, I I learned some stuff from that. You know, even even like some alternative to that Yashika G, which I mean that camera like ten, but his his uh alternates were like three hundred. It was like the Nikon thirty five Ti or something like that. I can't remember. But uh, yeah, man, you it's, it's up to you to like figure shit out on your own. You know, like these people these people that are putting out this information, they don't owe you to be right because you're not paying for it. It, now, if you go and pay for something, you buy something, and you try it for yourself, and then come to find out it's totally untrue. Jesus. Ugh. Almost had a fender burn. All right, come to find out, it's totally untrue. Um, then that's different. If you if you're paying for something, you know, you, you go pay for something, and then the specs are one thing, and then you get it, and it's not, not the specs are incorrect. Then no, that that's that's different. But if you're going on YouTube, you trying something, and it doesn't work for you, or you find out that it's working from for nobody. Well then, yeah, you have reason to, to to blast somebody. But if if somebody tells you something and it, and it works for you, then do it. Continue to do it. You know, don't don't start. It's almost like you find, and I've done this before. You find something that work, and then it a hundred percent work for your purposes, work for you. Then what do you do? You start looking for other stuff to see. Hey, is it better? Is this really working for me? Well, yeah, if it's working for you, it's working for you. It's like you you go to try to find something to, um, to 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 what is it rebuttal, <laughs> to rebuttal your experience. So I, I don't know. It's almost like for every 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 uh, every good deed somebody tries to do, there's this there's this pile up, like you know treating somebody like a criminal for putting out what they think is good information, you know. Um, 
hey, maybe I'm wrong. You know, for who the who the fuck am I, man? I, I, you know, I, I I just try to look at stuff from from like a fly on the wall stance. You know, you know what I mean, like um, because I really never take anything anyone say so wholeheartedly. So, but for somebody to try to to try to like say, don't listen to this guy. Listen to me. You just sound like an asshole. It's it's one thing to to mention like your experience, like like to say you know, here's how I would do it. Like you know, it's one thing to do that, but to to try to like blast somebody like they like you should never listen to them. I think that's that's wrong. It's almost like like if teachers start warring, like teachers at different schools or different districts start warring saying what they teach is better. The way they do it is better. Better for who? You get what I'm saying? So, anyway. Alright, uh, pick of the day is another one from uh, my visit at the Phoenix Zoo. And I, and I told you guys I was going to post some more from that series. And there was um, another steer, but it was a, it was, it was a different one. And, uh, you know, I gave it, I pretty much gave it the same kind of look. I gave the ostrich picture, picture from the uh, pick of the day yesterday. I gave it that, I call, actually I saved the preset and I call it uh, the heel has eyes. <laughs> That's what I gave, I don't know why, but I remember that movie, the heel, what is it, the heels have eyes? And it was about these, you know, mountain people. I think there was like two or three or four versions of it a brutal movie it was like ugh but I remember having some I remember like some for some reason they had like that this what is it dystopia type look to it melancholy I like the word melancholy um and so this I kind of gave it that you know what I mean to where uh, you don't have to crop right in cause usually I crop real tight on whatever the subject is but I, I I left this one the full uh the full frame that I shot it at and um and focus in on the subject by blurring out the edges, doing all this other stuff to it. Um and 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 you know, you guys know I'm not a big fan of, of doing all well I'm I'm trying to become less of a big fan of doing all this editing to these pic to these pictures, but <clears throat> You know, I decided just to play around a little bit and post them. So, um, so yeah, that's that's what that's that that same uh, that same scene. And matter of fact, the prairie that the ostrich was walking on—I mean, that's the same prairie, but like the hill or the the, the background uh, that I took that ostrich picture was like over to the right. So, so it's like you had all this stuff going on, man. And I'm, I was there with my two kids, with my, my two daughters. My, I think my, my, uh, I had my two daughters at the time. I think my oldest daughter at the time was probably six or seven. Yeah, probably seven. And then my middle daughter now, but my youngest at the time was probably like three. So I had these two turkeys with me. <laughs> And uh, you know, like, uh, you know, getting those shots. So, so yeah, man. Uh, you know, I, I wouldn't mind going back to visit. 
Oh yeah, there was there was a shot with the Fuji S2 Pro. That was my first DSLR. I wouldn't mind going back to shoot that. You know, shoot shoot that Phoenix Zoo with like a large format or a medium format or something like that. Um, oh, and that's the other thing too. I wanted to give it that that feel. You know that. Uh, I think that scene lends itself to 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 not like a digital camera look. So that's that's kind of what I was going for. That's kind of what I've been going for for a while now. Ever since I got back into got back into doing like these you know personal projects and stuff like that. So and uh, and that's why I've been doing revisiting images and uh, and seeing what what happens with them. Um. So what else is going on? Not much. Not much. Just uh, uh, been working on my my Etsy shops. You know, I'm actually even contemplating selling photo photo prints on there, but I'm not sure if I'm going to do it. Um, actually, you know what? If I did that, if I did sell prints again, like photo prints, it would be on my my new rebranded site. I was talking to a guy yesterday he does like uh craft shows and stuff and i was telling him yeah i used to do those actually i still do i'm just not sitting sitting there i still put my uh my wife and my mother-in-law they they do i think probably two or three shows a year now i mean we used to do like 10 shows a year you know um even out of state but we only do like two or three major shows now and um just because man I, I love if I could do it in full time, I, I would. But it's just like in order to do to do them full time, you have to have like, well, in my in my opinion, you have to you have to have like uh, an RV. You have to you know you have to to be the most economical. You have to have like a trailer, RV, or a truck to pull the trailer. You have to be willing to travel to all these big major shows. Um, and you know we 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 travel back and forth to Illinois. For about five years, five or six years, and um, yeah, it just got to the point where it was just getting brutal. To where it was hard to do it part time. You know, it was hard to to transition back and forth part time. Um, but it's a fun, it, you know, like like if you you see a lot of uh, empty nesters doing it full time like that, you know. They, they just, you know, all the kids are out of the house. I've even talked to some who, once they, once all their kids were out of the house, like they did it pretty much like we were doing it part-time up until all their kids were out. And then when all their kids were out, they, uh, you know, got the RV, got the trailer, got the whole professional setup, and that's all they do. They just go, you know, every week, every week, every month, they're doing shows in different states, different cities, and that's what they do. That's how they make their living. And some some of those people are the happiest people you'll ever meet. But then some of them are just fucking miserable. It's like, well, why are you doing it? You just seem miserable. But my wife and I talked about, yeah, what's our retirement plan? I'm like, well, we got to figure out something. We got we got to figure out something. Because a lot of time, man, when you have kids, kids are like the glue. You know? Like, you don't... Kids are... You, I mean, you're doing so much with the kids, it's like... Monotony <laughs> doesn't have time to settle in. Uh, I remember running into one of my, actually twice, twice this happened, running to my old commanders from the military, like officers, who were married their entire military career. 
And then in one case, uh, he, he, he only had one son. And this, this was a cool, uh, cool guy, man. He, he like, he kind of took me under his wing when I was, you know, when I was a young airman, he would be the one <laughs> to come and pick me up, uh, to take me to work. He would be the one to, to tell me, man, you can't be out here. <laughs> you can't be out here drinking and partying until like three hours before you have to go in to work. Uh, you know, he, he, he kind of like, you know, he kind of like schooled me a little bit, but not like, not like preachy. You know, he was just, he was just a cool guy. Cool, cool dude. But I remember going to a club and seeing him there. And then this was a guy that you want, you, you would not see in the club. And I remember, uh, all he talked about was his wife and his kid. That's all he talked about. You know, they had been together for like 35 or 40. Matter of fact, they were like high school sweethearts. They had been, been married forever. And when I saw him in the club, I was like, Hey, what's going on? You know, I was like, what the hell are you doing in this club? Cause it wasn't like, it was like a, a young club, you know, like twenties maybe make tops 30 if you saw someone over 30 he was the, like that old dude who 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 just was out of place and so and he was that dude there so i was like uh, i know this is a long this is a story like what, what does it have to do with anything i'm, I'm i don't know I, I may make a point but anyway so he uh i was like what's going on he's like yeah well i'm back on the market i was like what do you mean back on the market and and then he went on to tell me he's like yeah my my son graduated high school went off to college and after a year or so of him and just him his wife at home they they realized they they don't have anything in common um they they really didn't talk to each other and they realized their kid was their glue like their kid was you know what was really how how their marriage lasted that long and they and they like it wasn't like a, a mean divorce they they kind of like divorced his friends he was like yeah we still have buddies they still hang out but you know they divorced they i was like that is that's weird i mean to put all that time in and now you back in this club at 50 something that's that's crazy and the same thing happened um to another officer same kind of deal man it was a cool cool guy um and it was the same same type of thing. When he, when, once his kids got older, they moved out, moved away. And I think he had, in his case, he had like five kids. He was like, yeah, just, you know, I mean, we, we were cool and all, but he was like, we, we were more friends than like spouses. And I was like, that's some scary shit. So I remember mentioning to my wife, I was like, we about to, we about to find something <laughs> something uh a, a, a plan for when the kids are out of the house you know what i mean because a lot of times and i know a lot of it is like I'm, I'm i'm always in my creative like it's hard to turn it off when you when you're an artist man it's hard to turn it off when you when you like in a, a creative everything you see everything you listen to everything you think about you're trying to pull some sort of some sort of creative idea from it not not even intentionally it's just at least in my case it's just it's just like i don't know it's like your ears are always like listening with a different listening differently differently than somebody else even when i'm talking to my kids man i'm always 
listening like analytically from a creative standpoint, if that makes sense, <laughs> you know, and, and even like when I'm watching stuff or, or, you know, so, and I know that's distracting because it may look like I'm not listening, but really it's like, it's like shit is going on in my head when I'm talking and my wife called me out all the time. She's like, did you hear anything when I, what I said? And I was like, yeah, I heard everything you said. And I repeat everything back, like, like verbatim back to her. And then she's looking at me like, that's weird. You know, like, because when it's, it's, it's like, you, you almost, I'm pretty sure you guys know what I'm talking about. It's like a different way creative people listen and interact. And I know because my daughters are the same way. When I'm talking to them, they have that same look. And I even remember telling my wife, I was like, I know exactly what you're talking about because I see it in my daughters. And then I asked them, I'm like, are you listening to me? And they're like, Dad, yeah, I'm listening. And, and they can repeat exactly what I said. I'm like, that's crazy. You know? Like, I never understood a lot of the shit my wife would say about me until I, until I had kids, especially my oldest daughter. Because uh, we're most alike. She's, she's quiet. She's not, she doesn't, you know, she's just real quiet. She's always drawing. She's always, you know. And, but, uh, you know, I never understood a lot of stuff that people used to say about me until my daughter was born. And then especially now since she's a teenager. I never understood a lot of it, a lot of that stuff. So, anyway, man, I went on a, a, a raving tangent about nonsense so anyway I'm, I'm gonna end it right here uh and, and of course you guys know i don't know a lot but what i do know i try to talk straight about hey man this has been straight talk uncut appreciate you guys listening talk to you guys in the next episode